Shore 1049, WBOQ Gloucester. And streaming worldwide on the North Shore 1049 app. It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. My name's John Paul, the Car Doctor here to help you with your car problems. Maybe you're thinking about buying. Maybe you're thinking about selling. Maybe you're thinking about trying to get your car repaired. Uh, I'll try to help you with all of those questions. If you want to learn how to rebuild your engine, go someplace else because we're not going to do that. I've always thought of this program as a second opinion program, a place where you maybe have been told your car needs some repairs or you're thinking about buying something and you've gotten some advice and you want some additional advice that's kind of what we're here to try to help you with uh on the board jimmy carter keeping everything running a hundred percent because that's what he does uh glad to have him on the other side keeping us on the air and doing all the things he does every, well, all week long. He's, uh, if you're listening during the week, you also hear him on uh, in the afternoon. And by the way, Jim, uh, people who have listened to the program online and have not found the station before, people have told me, you know, I like the music they play up there. I keep it on after you're done, which is, uh, which is good because it's better than saying, you know, I, I hear your voice and then shut the radio off. So uh, so that's good. So uh, love having that. If people want to join us online, it's easy to do. It's just www.northshore1049.com and 104.9 FM uh, is how you do it. Hey, um, you, as you're looking around the dealer lots and you wonder, is it a good time to buy a car? And is there a lot of inventory out there? Well, some cars is a lot more inventory than others. And with us is Julie Blakely. She is from iccars.com. Julie, good morning and welcome to the North Shore 1049 Car Doctor program. Good morning and thank you as always for having me. Sure. Uh, we haven't talked in a little while since I <laughs> moved uh, from AM to FM. So it's great to have you on the program. Uh, before we get going, uh, can you... Explain IC Cars to our audience a little bit who may not be familiar with them. Sure. So iccars.com, we are a automotive research firm and also a car search engine. So if you're looking for a new or used car, you can visit our site. And along with the listings, we give our visitors a lot of data that goes along with the cars and we help them make an informed decision on what the right car is for them and uh your boss um started started this business uh he was a he was a tech guy but he started this business out of uh frustration shopping for a car right right um shopping for a used car i'm sure a lot of your listeners know is not an easy process it can be very time consuming especially if you want to find the right car and my boss fong fong lee was very frustrated with you know the services that were out there and the websites that were out there and he figured that there had to be a better way and with his partner Vinit, they formed ic cars hmm. And I think that's always some of the best, you know, the best ways when someone gets a little bit frustrated or how engineers look at things sometimes and they look at everything as a problem and then they just try to solve it. In this case, uh, they tried to solve it in kind of a, kind of a really interesting way and started, started their own, started their own business to be able to do that. And I have, um, when I when I go car shopping, even virtual car shopping, sometimes I don't I don't put anything in exotic. Sometimes I put something in that's useful. And one of the useful cars I always kind of look at is the Kia Soul because it's reasonably economical. It's kind of the smallish but 
big on the inside car. You can mm-hmm. carry a lot of stuff with it. Um, the biggest problem I have with the car is it doesn't have a spare tire, but I can, guess I can live with that. But when I look at different ways to search, and you kind of look at, well, what's the price of the car? How is it, you know, how is it stacked up? And just before we came on the air, I did a quick search uh, for the Kia Soul, and I put a price range under $6,000, for instance, mm-hmm. and a bunch of them popped up within 50-mile radius. And and what's nice is, there's there like you said, there's a lot of great information out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, you got my attention this week when... Uh, you sent out a news release about new cars with the mm-hmm. most excess in inventory. So, in other mm-hmm. words, you know, normally new cars have, well, maybe there's a couple weeks worth of inventory on the dealer's mm-hmm. lots, but certain cars, there's a lot of inventory. And does that, could that translate into where there's a lot of inventory that could be some great deals? Right. So, this study specifically looked at the remaining 2019s that are on dealer lots. Mm-hmm. So, People, you know, dealerships are starting to reopen, and if people are are fortunate enough to be in the position to buy a new car, or if they're deciding between purchasing a new car and a used car, they may be surprised to find that there are a lot of deals, not just on 2020 model years, but also 2019. So the average consumer might not realize that there are still 2019 cars on dealer lots that, in many instances, are very similar to the new 2020 model, but they come with a lot of extra incentives and savings. And some of those incentives and savings are pretty phenomenal. Zero uh, percent interest and in, in ridiculously long loan rates, which I always kind of right. want warn people a little bit. If you are going to take right. advantage of these six-year mm-hmm. loans, you really want to keep the car, or seven-year loans, you really want to keep mm-hmm. the car for the full time because you may find out that you could be, if you decide in three or four years, you, you actually haven't paid enough of the car off, and you may find out you owe more than the car's worth. Mm-hmm. So I always kind of warn people right. a little bit about that. But some right. of these cars have, what, up to six times the normal inventory that the typical 2019 model would have on the lot? Right. So 2020, for obvious reasons, is, you know, there's a lot going on with 2020 inventory due to everything going on. So this is kind of a special year. Mm-hmm. But even in normal years like last year, um, we did the study last year and found that there are always a surplus of vehicles from the previous model years. And typically that is because the vehicles aren't as popular or maybe the manufacturers made too much. So mm. in in this year's case, it's there are a few reasons why there could be a lot of 2019. So one of them is obviously the vehicle might not be as popular. Another reason is there could be a 2020 redesign. We saw that, mm-hmm. you know, there were some vehicles that, you know, people held out for the 2020 version and didn't buy the 2019. Others, like the Dodge Caravan, which was number number one with the most inventory, um, the 2020 Dodge Caravan isn't available in a lot of states due to um, regulations. So people have to buy the 2019 in Massachusetts and mm. California and other major states. So it makes sense why there aren't a lot of 2020s around. And the Dodge Caravan, I was looking at your... Uh your numbers and the Dodge Caravan, sixty-six yeah. percent. Yeah, so right. that's a that's right. a huge that's a huge number. So in theory, that would mean that you know that could be a that could be a pretty good deal. And you know some of the other numbers, the uh, the uh, uh, Ford Ranger pickup truck, mm-hmm. a lot right. of inventory. The twenty twenty nineteen right. Ranger and the Rangers mm-hmm. all new and all redesigned, but exactly. Yeah, and that one, I've talked to people who purchased it, and in fact, I had a coworker who purchased it because I said to him, "Well, it's like seventy percent of an F one fifty," and he went out and he bought it, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Well, it is like seventy percent of the F one fifty, but I kind of missed the other thirty percent." So, <laughs> so uh, uh, he actually he actually traded it back in and bought a full size truck instead. But but you know the idea that some of this uh, you know if you can find the right vehicle like the Nissan mm-hmm. Titan, uh, which mm-hmm. is also a big number, uh, that mm-hmm. 
that vehicle was kind of freshened up for 2020, but there wasn't a huge amount of mechanical changes. And you brought up a good point that some people hold out for the 2020 model year because they hear there's something new coming. On the other hand, I always tell people when there is going to be a, a complete new redesign of a vehicle, you're pretty sure that that previous design is is pretty well sorted out so mm-hmm. you know that any little issues that maybe crop up in a new vehicle design by the time they're getting ready to come up with another new vehicle design they've sorted out some of the little problems that maybe crop up along the way so sometimes you can buy something in the last model year that's a little mm-hmm. bit more a little a little bit more solid than some others so always always kind of nice to see so um yeah and and you guys do you guys do all kinds of um different surveys uh, mm-hmm. including you did one recently with um, kind of looking at cars that had the greatest amount of uh, slowdown in sales right. due to mm-hmm. due to uh, the COVID. And uh, one of them that kind of shocked me a little bit was the Tesla Model 3 when that came out. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. So the, the Tesla was, Tesla Model 3 was the vehicle that we saw had the greatest slowdown of sales between so how we measured it was we looked at pre-shutdown mm-hmm. versus post-shutdown, and we examined the percentages of cars that were sold within 30 days. And the Tesla Model 3, we saw, at, to your point, had the greatest slowdown. And that mm. could be for a lot of reasons. That could be because there wasn't a lot of Model 3 inventory. It could also be because the Model, there's a new, the Model Y is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so a few different reasons yeah. also, it, it could, it's short sighted, but because gas prices are so low, people might not be looking at electric vehicles. So that could be another reason. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's a good point. Uh, you know, where gas prices did dip back down, but if, uh, but if you're driving by the pump today, you'll notice, hmm, they went up a little right. bit since last mm-hmm. week. So, yeah, so, uh, uh, once the, uh, the the petroleum manufacturers kind of get the supply and demand thing kind of down it, it is and the other thing the other thing with the model 3 the the model 3 as as good a car as it is to drive uh has had some has had some uh, quality issues things like panel gap how well the doors fit things like that that just aren't up to where like the model the uh the Model S was that was mm-hmm. you know truly a premium car. Um, the the Model Three looks like maybe it was thrown together a little bit fast at some some point. And I notice you know here and there when I look a little bit, um, uh, some some cars don't surprise me. Like when I see the sh- uh, you know the Chevy Spark, and it's right. like oh well you know that, that wasn't a great car you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. but something like the Honda Civic. That sales slowed mm-hmm. down, and I guess, and I guess, when you look at, you know, what's going on and who who buys certain cars, and mm-hmm. you know, are people are people employed? Are they or are they out on furlough? And maybe a car like the Civic is more typical. The more typical buyer could be somebody right now who may be out on a furlough, and maybe they're not working their normal five-day-a-week job and maybe they're mm-hmm. working only two or three days a week or or uh, some of my um, Florida co-workers that work at the AAA office, uh, they they all have one day a week off right now. They're all being furloughed yeah. one day. So I guess if that's the case and you're, you mm-hmm. were ready to go buy a go buy a new car you're like you know maybe mm-hmm. this isn't the right time and a lot of the people there are probably customers for something like the honda civic so right that that does that does sort of really make some sense um yep. and back to oh, your sorry, if I, oh go ahead sorry if i can just add one thing yep. so that study we looked specifically at used cars mm-hmm. so given that there are so many incentives and new car deals right now someone that was in the market for you know a late model mm-hmm. used car might be enticed to buy a new one given you know the financing offers and the deals on new cars so that could play into it as well and one of the one of the features on your site that really sort of makes it unique is this um, where you can use where you can use the the car's uh, VIN number mm-hmm. to do some work and come up with some some information. Um, can you explain what that's all about and 
how that works? Sure. So IC cars, we have something called the the VIN lookup tool, and it's available via an app and also on our website. So one thing about everything that's going on right now, people are probably spending more time online looking for cars before they go to dealerships. So when you're looking at listings on our site, you can click, there's a, there's a more information um, button on our listings and it brings you to our VIN analysis and what it does, it gives you what, what we call, it's a one-stop shop for used car shoppers. So it mm-hmm. gives you all the pre-purchase analysis that that the average shopper would want to know before making a vehicle purchase. So it looks at where it's for sale in other places to compare prices. It gives the best times to buy a car. So you might be able to get more deals during a certain month versus another month. It tells you, it gives you a trim analysis, what the prices are. It also gives you um, what colors you can save the most money on. So it's just a wealth of information. And as I mentioned, it's also available as an app. So if you're on a used car lot, you can just scan a vehicle's VIN and it will come mm. up instantly on your phone and it gives you negotiation power with the dealer. Now, now is, there, is there a fee for that? So, no, it is. It is free. So we give our users five listings for free. Okay. And then... Yep. Um, so it's also, it's also a tool that a lot of dealers use, a lot of mechanics use. So for, mm-hmm. you know, commercial purposes, we do have a fee structure for higher mm-hmm. volume searches. But for the average but, consumer, um, they can get the free model and the, the free version and get what they're looking for. Yeah, that, that sounds great, especially where you can, you know, maybe you're looking at a car and, and unfortunately people sometimes buy used cars or new cars. They... They, they fall in love with the car and maybe don't think it through 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. And what's nice about this is you look at it and go, oh, I really want that car. And then maybe you shop around a little bit. And you go, you mm-hmm. know, that as nice as that car looked, compared to other cars in other locations, it's not as good a price as I hoped it would be. And your tool helps um, helps people figure that out. Right. It's best to be patient during the used car buying process. And if you're willing to travel a few miles, that can help too. So there might be, you know, a dealership several miles away that might have a better deal. And the VIN Mm -hmm. report tool will tell you that. And I'm going to steal that line from now on. Best to be patient during used car shopping. Because because that, that that is... really something that's important that people don't always mm-hmm. think about i mean it at the end of the day it's it's just a car still people fall in love exactly. with their cars people name their cars they spend mm-hmm. more times with their cars than their family sometimes <laughs> uh but on the other hand it is just a car and there'll be another one and unless it's something truly rare and unique and mm-hmm. that's kind of a fun part of your site too you know you can you can you can go look at the you know the unobtainable cars that oh, yeah. well depending on who you are but uh but you know you can go you know hey i always wanted a mclaren spider and you know you can kind of look and see what the, see see what they're going for these days and you know spend mm-hmm. some time and look around and then you know, then go back to your, you know, looking at a 10-year-old Volkswagen or something. So Exactly. And yeah. seeing how yeah. crazy, like, Maseratis depreciate, you know. Right. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah, that that's a, that's a really good point. These these uh, premium-level sports cars, you know, what or, or luxury cars, things like Bentleys and Maybachs and, and Maseratis and, and some others, uh, once they get to be a few years old, they're worth... Mm-hmm half of what they were when they were new right of course you, you, you go, need to own you need to own oil to well to get them, them fixed but yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that's that's the downside of those cars but yeah but if you're i i know somebody who um this was years ago and his two sort of daily drivers one was a bentley and one was a ferrari and wow. I said I kind of saw him two days in a row with both different cars. I was like, "Geesh!" And he goes, "Don't get all excited about it." He said, "These two cars together, I paid less than for a top of the line minivan." And wow. I'm like, "Yeah." He said, "You know," and it was a, it was the sort of sort of Magnum PI Ferrari, 
and um, the 308. And he's like, it wasn't a lot of money, he said, because people are afraid of the maintenance. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm lucky that I, I know somebody who can help me maintain them. But he said, I don't have a lot of money invested. And he said, but, you know, it, it does... It does look kind of showy, and he says, I kind of like kind of like the look of all that. So uh, that's why he did it. And he said, yeah, and then I have uh, I have a Toyota Camry for my car when I need something dependable. So, <laughs> um, so it, you know, it sort of works out. But it is fun to look at how those cars depreciate, and mm-hmm. that's, what, that's what your site's all about. And also, if I have a used car I want to sell, can I put it on your site? Yes, you can. So we have a tool that will help you price the car. So we, you know, give you the market value and it, mm-hmm. it compares to, you know, what, what other people are selling the car for. So, um, you can price it competitively. You can, you know, start high and then go lower. Um, but yeah, we give you all the tools you need and it's, it's free to list your car on our site. Yeah. Because a, a friend, friend of mine is, uh, decided it, it's time for a new car. He has a, Toyota RAV4 Hybrid. It's a 2016. Mm-hmm. He went to go look at trading it in on a new Toyota Tacoma pickup truck. Um, he, they offered him. I think they offered him thirteen thousand dollars for it, and he and he was very disappointed. And I said, yeah. "Well, go, you know, go use your your site mm-hmm. as if you were going to sell your car. See what it looks like." And he came back, and he was kind of like, "Yeah." Um, I guess the used car market isn't what it used to be, and that's part mm-hmm. of it too. Is like you like you pointed out from uh, one of your studies, the used car market is not as strong as it used to be. There's a surplus of used cars mm-hmm. right now, and the value of used cars is down a bit. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So it, it, but the idea that you could use use the tool, and I think he was going to, I think he decided that he was going to try to sell it himself, which is something he's never done before. So, mm-hmm. uh, so he's. So he's going to use your site. So uh, to summarize, uh, real easy, it's uh, the letter I, iccars.com, is how you find out all this information. And there's a ton of information in there, uh, used car listings, new car listings. You can do your research, the VIN lookup tool, which is great. Um, and like you said, the the uh, you know all the different news and analysis. There's all kinds of all kinds of great stuff on on the site that you can look at and and learn some new things. So always good stuff. Oh, thank you very much for the kind words, and I'm glad you're such a fan of our site. I am. I I I have I have both of your apps on my phone. So I I I do a lot of fantasy shopping. And right. honestly, when somebody calls me up sometimes and says, you know, what do you think? Do you think this is a good deal? And I'm and I kind of quickly scan and go, yeah, it's right in the ballpark. That looks like what people are trying to get for that car. So yeah, it looks like it's a good deal. So it's it's fun stuff. It's fun stuff. It's a great tool to use. You can find a lot of good good information out there. And since you and I talked last. You have a new addition to your family, don't you? I do. Not a car, but a baby. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. She'll be yeah. three months in a couple days. So, yeah, it's been it's been great having having her around. She's like, well, that's good, nice. Completes our family. There you go. So, uh, so, so uh, you can, you know, someday, someday you'll be able to go out in public. I, I know. No <laughs> one's really. Met her. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's good. Julie, thanks for taking your uh, taking some time out of your Saturday and joining us on the Car Doctor program. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, you as well. Bye bye. <laughs> that was Julie Blakely from iccars.com. We need to take a break and pay some bills. If you would like to join us, our phone number eight hundred three seventy. 1049-800-370-1049. That's how you get through and talk to us about your car, your car problems, whatever's on your mind. Um, when I come back, I got some news about a couple of different things, and we'll talk about that when we come back. Join us this Sunday at 7 a.m. for Dirty Work Hard Sale the Shot to talk about all your home projects. Dirty Work this Sunday at 7 on North Shore 1049. 
All roadside assistance is not created equal. Join AAA, a trusted roadside provider that puts members first. AAA trained technicians arrive fast and always attempt to fix problems on the spot to get you back on the road quickly. For a limited time, new AAA members can join with two drivers for the price of one. That's more than 55% off two annual memberships. Visit aaa.com slash join. This weather report is brought to you by Moynihan Lumber. For quality products at competitive prices, visit Moynihan Lumber at 82 River Street in downtown Beverly or at MoynihanLumber.com. <laughs> Cocktail time. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, behave. I know we're all losing our minds, so now's the time to grab a bottle of Nautical American Gin. Make yourself a naughty lemonade, maybe a naughty mule. Sit back, relax. And be gin. Get it? Be gin. Small B, small E, capital G, capital I, capital N. Anyway, folks, Nautical American Gin. Check it out. Go into your local liquor store. Ask for it by name. Say, I want to get naughty with nautical. It's got the blue-green bottle with the flat back. Please discover responsible and let's be gin. The Epicurean Shop, located adjacent to the Century House Restaurant on Route 114 in Peabody, is your easy, safe, and quicker alternative to grocery shopping. The Epicurean Shop is open every day from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and 5 o'clock on Sunday. They are well stocked with ready-to-grow marinated meats and chicken and excellent prepared meals to warm at home. The Epicurean Shop offers delivery to local areas and they encourage online ordering with curbside pickup. Details are online at CenturyHousePeabody.com. And there's some truth to that. Wouldn't it be nice to get on the road again and go visit people? And, you know, maybe you're doing a little bit of that now or you're staying six feet away from people or whatever. I, I'm actually kind of as, as odd as this sounds. I'm actually kind of looking forward to popping up to the studios one of these days when the studio is, uh, uh, well, you know, not breaking any of the rules and going up there because uh, it's, it's always kind of fun to be in the studio every once in a while. Not something I want to do all the time because... Uh, I kind of like this idea of broadcasting from home too, but uh, also once the you know dealerships you know which are all starting to open up a little bit at a time, uh, you know the idea that you know maybe our salespeople would go out and have me at some of the different car dealerships and businesses and um, you know whether it's a, whether it's a hardware store or a power equipment store like Mastronzi Brothers or. You know, one of the Kelly dealerships, or maybe one of Warren Waugh's dealerships, or maybe over at the Mitsubishi dealership. Um, that'd, be, that'd be kind of fun to do. Just don't, not not too many of those times in the summer, you know, because it is summertime, and you only have so many summers left. Uh, our phone number again, 1-800-370-1049, 1-800-370-1049. I believe we have Robert from Tingsboro on the phone with us. Robert, is that you? It is. Good morning, John, again. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, go over. We discussed rear brakes on my Dodge Ram yep. last week, and mm -hmm. uh, I decided I took your advice because I value your opinion, and I had the rear rotors replaced along with the pads. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it, the price was a lot less than their original quote. So I'm thinking mm. you probably think that $336 is a good price for two 13-inch rotors, pads, and... Sounds 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 pretty good to me. Yeah. Well, yeah now, I, what you, I, re, remind me what year that truck is again. It, it's a 2014 and a half yep. ton shot bed. And yep. like I say rear brakes going before the front. The front ones are fine. You know, there's a lot of life left on them. And the bed is usually empty. And the back is not yeah. heavy, heavy. You know, and yet, you know, they must have been awful small to start with. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 very, it very well could be. I mean, it'd be one thing if it was... Uh, you know, if it was a if it was a diesel or something, you could say, well, well, you know, you know, a little bit right. more, a little bit more to that. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, but you know, when you when you kind of when you kind of look at all of you know everything that goes into pricing, and I think you're just I think you're just a lot better off with all new components, really. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. That's right. Yeah. Your opinion, yeah. uh, even if it doesn't agree with mine. 
you're the expert and I'm not. So I'd go with your tell my recommendation. Wife, tell, my, tell, my, tell my wife that. That'd be good. You know. <laughs> nah, I won't work with uh. wife. Trust me, I know that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I was I was pleased with the uh, the outcome. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it it is it is always you know whenever you do kind of repairs sometimes and you know look at you know look at various parts and you know it can some some of the stuff gets gets scary expensive and you know you kind of look at it and go oh yeah yeah that's that's expensive but on the other hand you don't want to have to do it twice so it makes it makes the most sense to yeah yeah and just just make sure you know you're you know you're doing you're doing everything even you know even just the idea of the labor involved in some of these jobs these days that you know you the stuff gets expensive and yeah, yeah they have to um, so much apart to get to it <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean it's um, you know the, you know you said you said the total total job was how much three thirty six. You know that's actually that's actually not not too bad at all because you know those brake rotors, you know factory brake rotors are like one hundred and forty bucks a piece. Uh, and Sullivan Tire, by the way, I give them a yeah, plug. Yeah, yeah, and um, and then when you when you add in. The factory brake shoes. Mm -hmm. There's another hundred eight. Yeah. So, you know, the the without even looking at labor, pads and you know pads and rotors. Uh, you know, there there's four hundred bucks right there, just about. So, yeah. um, so it sounds like it sounds like you got got a good deal. And um, you know, the you know years and years and years ago, and and people who've listened to this program know that you know years and years and years more than 35 now i used to work at sullivan tire and um i always enjoyed working there and over the years i've still maintained a a, a friendship with some of the employees who are still there to this day and you know the last time i was talking with some of the guys from sullivan tire they were telling me they're they're at the point now well pre-covid at least they're at the point where they're actually going to build their own training center so that's i mean they they actually have you know, it sounds kind of sounds kind of funny, but they actually have like a, you know, a, a a class on you know how to change tires. They have a class on how to do oil changes because they want to make sure that you're doing everything correctly. And and they're just the relationship that's there. Um, that you know, the idea that uh, you know Steve Dickerman, who I used to work with, who was a technician 40 years ago at Sullivan Tire is still there as a you know somebody who goes out on the road and works with some of the stores to solve some of their problems and 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 do some of their training and you know Steve Walsh who is a sales guy is still a, you know still works at one of the stores and um, you know just a lot of people a lot of people around that that are still part of the organization that were part of the organization when I was there which tells you it's a good company so yeah enough you know yeah yeah, and yeah. They, so it's detailing too now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all of them, but I think where where they have the extra room, yeah. they they giving it a shot, and uh, and uh, even to the point where I know some of the one of their truck tire locations, um, they're doing heavy duty truck repairs now. So you know, there's they're they're always willing to expand and look around and um, and. Uh, the the founder of the company uh, Bob Sullivan, uh, they referred to him as the chef, and because he always had something cooking, and that yeah. that was kind of you know that that was years ago. He you know he started that business in 1955 out of a one car garage in Rockland where the tires were in the garage and you had to change the tires. It was it was uh, it, it was him and another guy were sort of the uh, the two employees I think and they used uh, the brake spoons back then were they. I I think they had an old I think they had an old mechanical tire machine and uh and it was it was him and a guy by the name of Tim Fitzgerald and uh they they were uh, I think Tim was right off the boat from Ireland and uh and, and Bob Sullivan liked them and they they worked together and it it was an it was an interesting business so yeah yeah, yeah. and then expanded and expanded yeah. and expanded and, expanded and 
got into the tire business, the the truck tire business, and they they bought the truck, uh, they bought the retreading plant up in New Hampshire, and uh, just a phenomenal business. And and there, uh, a couple of years ago, I got I went to their tire warehouse down in it's like Taunton or Raynham or somewhere, and it's going to be a million square feet. It's this huge warehouse now that they keep all their tires in. Pretty impressive. So yeah, he's a, yeah. You know, I'm afraid of some of these independents, but they they've been treating me good. Yeah, they seem to be yeah, good. Good. Yeah. Good to glad to hear it. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks again. Once well, no, again, thanks for your opinion and your expertise, John. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, have all a right. great day. Right. Yeah. Enjoy your weekend. Take care. Bye bye. We need to take another break. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. If you would like to join us, one 1049 1-800-370-1049. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Frank of Boston Fence and Vinyl in Historic Beverly. Let us show you how the right fence can enhance the beauty and define the lines of your piece of the American dream, your home. And remember, one if by land, two if by sea. Paul Revere's on our logo and the estimate's free. Call the original Boston Fence and Vinyl for an appointment today. 1-800-585-7753. That's the original Boston Fence and Vinyl. All roadside assistance is not created equal. Join AAA, a trusted roadside provider that puts members first. AAA trained technicians arrive fast and always attempt to fix problems on the spot to get you back on the road quickly. For a limited time, new AAA members can join with two drivers for the price of one. That's more than 55% off two annual memberships. Visit aaa.com slash join. Hi, I'm Nick Gibber from Teresa's Hospitality Group, wishing everyone good health. Teresa's Italian Eatery is now open in Middleton for takeout and delivery every day. Let us do the cooking. Enjoy our great Italian dishes, specialties, and pizza. We also have our family-sized trays and complete family dinners. All with easy call-ahead curbside pickup, or you may order online at DoorDash or Uber Eats for delivery. Call us at 978-646-1111 or visit us on the web, TeresasEatery.com. Teresa's Eatery is now open every day from 2 to 7 and on Sundays from noon to 6. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Esenthal. Here's your North Shore 1049 forecast. Serving the North Shore in the Merrimack Valley. For today, variable clouds and sun. Most of the rain staying off to our south. Temperatures actually falling back into the 50s this afternoon, along with the gusty northeast wind. Overnight, partial clearing and cool, mid-40s. Tomorrow, sun clouds, 50s. The coast, mid-60s inland. You could expect some of the weather here on Monday. Of course, much warmer weather comes back by Tuesday. Weather forecast being brought to you by John J. Wall insurance agency with locations in salem and rockport for all your home auto and business insurance needs offering competitive rates so call for a quote 978-745-3300 for local door shore 1049 i'm mark resenthal And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems on this Saturday morning of the Memorial Day weekend. A couple things in the news, and our buddy Paul Upton, one of our regular listeners, sent me an email this morning and said uh, hand sanitizer in your car could turn into a fiery mess. Yeah, I guess that's possible. That was posted by a fire department that someone had a bottle of hand sanitizer in their car and the car either got hot enough or or something happened. Well, you think about hand sanitizer, depending on how it's made, it's got about 70% alcohol in it, and alcohol certainly burns, so you need to watch out for that, certainly. So, uh, so. Maybe not a good idea to keep it in the car on a hot, hot day when the weather starts getting a little bit warmer. So um, certainly kind of kind of look at that. And the other little bit of news was apparently Hertz filed bankruptcy overnight. 
So the rental car company, Hertz, filed bankruptcy. And I believe, unless things have changed, Hertz is partially owned by Ford Motor Company. So I don't know what that means right now. I mean, they may be just reorganizing because, you know, not a lot of people right now are, are, are renting cars because not that many people are traveling. I was talking to a, um, a, a salesperson the other day, and he had to fly out to Dallas for something. And he said from Boston to Dallas, the plane had seven people on it. On the return flight, though, he said it was mostly full. So people are starting to travel a little bit more. He said everybody had masks on. He said what was really strange is Logan Airport was eerily quiet. He said it was it was just odd that it was as quiet as as it was. He said it felt more like um, the Providence Airport on a quiet day when you walk through the airport and it doesn't look that busy. He he, he was he was amazed at how quiet it was. So although people are starting to travel a bit, they're not traveling quite as much. And the other thing is, I wrote a story, and it was something I was kind of, kind of in the back of my mind. And and our friend Paul from Braintree actually sent me a similar story about features you don't see in cars anymore. And George Kennedy, who we got to get back on the program one of these days. George Kennedy is an auto writer. He writes for a variety of different publications, and uh, he's involved with the the Auto Museum in Brookline, the Lars Anderson Auto Museum. And he out of frustra- was frustrated by the fact that he went to go plug his cell phone into a Mercedes and where there would normally be a USB port, you know, that little flat port that you can plug your charging cable into, um, Mercedes has switched over to USB-C. So the little small smaller style USB connections. And he's like, it's not like it's a cassette player or an 8-track player that is being discontinued. This is a very popular uh, electrical terminal that people are using. And, you know, the only other thing you can do if that's your only terminal is either you have to get you have to get an adapter, which I have seen in a couple of cars now. Uh, so an adapter that goes from the little, the little plug-in connection to a USB that you can... Uh, plug a typical phone charger in or some other device that uses that and or go back to the cigarette lighter style so the thing that fits into the cigarette lighter plug and then you plug your cable into that uh, which is something I used to bring with me all the time if I was renting a car and then I started to see the USB ports popping up a lot more so I didn't need the cigarette lighter adapter and now Perhaps this is one of those things that are that are going away, which got me to thinking about other things that are that have gone away on cars that we don't see anymore. Uh, things like certainly cassette players. You know, not that many people have cassettes anymore, uh, but some people still do. And I, in fact, I know somebody who was shopping for a used car, and that was one of the criteria he wanted was he wanted to make sure it had a cassette player in it. I said, turn your cassettes into music some other way. But um, CD players are not as popular as they used to be. You still see them, but the idea of having a CD changer where you might have had five or six CDs in a rack that was either mounted in the trunk or in the console or someplace so you could scroll through a bunch of CDs. You don't see those anymore. Even the idea of uh, an accessory port where you would be able to plug in an MP3 style player, you could plug it into an accessory port. Not as much of those anymore. Uh, Volvo, for once, for one year in one model, discontinued AM radios. They had FM radios. They had satellite radio. They even had internet radio, which I guess you could get AM with, but no AM radio, which. They must have had second thoughts about that, and they put the AM back in. But it was odd that they didn't have an AM radio in in the car. So there was some cars that, um, you know, features have changed. Cigarette lighters and ashtrays. 
sometimes you may see a new car that has sort of an ashtray thing. So it's kind of a, 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 th- a cup that fits in a cup holder that's really an ashtray. Uh, but I guess only about 25% of the public smokes now, and maybe they don't smoke in their cars as much. So ashtrays have been replaced with little cubbies to keep change in or something. And cigarette lighters, I don't remember the last time I saw an actual cigarette lighter in a car with the exception of a BMW, which still seems to put a cigarette lighter in their cars. But that is one of the cars that I don't, you know, that still seems to have them. Um, big glove compartments. Most glove compartments are tiny because they got to figure a place to put the airbag and the cabin air filter and other things are usually tucked in behind it. But remember when glove compartments, you could, you'd open the door and it would fold flat and it had little cup holders. So when you went to the, you went to the drive up or drive through or car hop service or whatever the case is, you could put your, you could put your sandwich and your Coke on the, on the glove box door. Jimmy, am I dating myself too much here? Oh yeah, he says yes. Um, but those are some of those are some of the things that we don't see anymore. For a while, uh, Mercedes and Saab, I think, and maybe Volvo had little windshield wipers on the headlights. So you'd put the windshield wipers on, and they'd wash and wipe the headlights. Now headlights are pretty much getting replaced with LEDs, uh, and the LED style bulbs are. You, they're a lot smaller. They don't take as up as much room. And the idea of having windshield wipers on headlights or 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 windshield washers, pretty much something you don't see anymore. Although it still is important to make sure you keep your windshield, your your headlights clean, and also a good idea to you know make sure you keep all the glass clean. Uh, I I don't know even know how you would find it, but if you were curious about the best way to clean your car windows, I did a little video the other day because. I needed to clean my windows, so I said, "Why don't I do a video?" So if you look, if you look for, I guess my name, John F. Paul, on YouTube, you can see me cleaning the windows of our older Volkswagen. And here's the here's the only secrets I have for cleaning windows, and maybe you have some secrets as well. But I use a I use an uh, aerosol window cleaner. I happen to like Sprayway. It's not expensive. It comes in a blue and white can the other one i like is invisible glass i think it's similar i like sprayway it's cheaper uh i like it better than sort of the non-aerosol the windex sort of stuff i like the foamy kind of cleaner i think it just cleans better uh lots of paper towels i'm uh, i i know there's you know people hoarding paper towels these days but uh i i like to use lots of paper towels so you don't smear any dirt and stuff around and let's face it this is pollen season it is bug season it's the time of year where stuff gets all over your windows so uh sprayway cleaner clean the windows really really well use lots of paper towels then get a good clean microfiber cloth and then go over the window with the microfiber cloth do that inside and out and you'll have perfectly clean windows and they and when they're clean they tend to stay clean a little bit longer they tend to not attract pollen and dust as much so uh so a good quality cleaner lots of paper towels microfiber cloth and you can get nice nice clean nice clean windows our phone number again is 800-370-1049 let's talk to richard i have a question about the gas gas gasoline and automobiles how long is it good for um gasoline if your car is sitting for, what's it, what's MPG stand for? Not months per gallon? Is that what it is now? Yeah, it's, it's been sitting there since March. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what I, gasoline in a car, if a month or two, gasoline is going to be fine. If your car is really, really sitting for a long period of time, it's not a bad idea to add a bottle, uh, or add, not a bottle, but add some gasoline stabilizer to it. That's going to help keep the gas from going bad. Um, I usually, in the springtime, buy a bottle of gasoline stabilizer because I put it in my, you know, five-gallon, not even, three-gallon gas can for my lawnmower, and... Then when all of this started where cars were sitting for a while, um, I took the same gasoline stabilizer and I put 
you know, part of it in my wife's car, part of it in my car, and that way I know the gasoline's going to be okay. Couple of months, couple of months, gasoline isn't going to get stale. After a couple of months, it could. Um, ethanol, which is in gasoline today, it's the stuff that helps keep the air clean, tends to attract moisture, and the gasoline stabilizer helps protect against that. I tep- I. When I buy gasoline stabilizer, I'll buy, if I'm buying the Stabil brand, S-T-A-B-I-L, I tend to buy the marine one. It's a bluish color rather than a reddish color. I think it's better. I think it's better as far as uh, keeping uh, gasoline gasoline from going bad and dealing with moisture issues that can happen when gasoline sits for a while. So if you're, you know, if your car has... If you're only driving a couple of miles a week just to go to the supermarket um, and you're still on that same, you know, three-quarters of a tank of gas that's in your car, um, add, add a little gasoline stabilizer isn't going to hurt. Uh, one of the things that people uh, that I try to warn people about, though, is if their gas tank is, you know, a quarter of a tank or so, go fill the tank up because uh, f- the fresh gas will be good for it, but also the fuel pump is... Uh, cooled and lubricated by the gasoline in the tank, so having a full tank of gas driving around on fumes can overheat can overheat the fuel pump. So, um, did that answer your question, Richard? Yeah. Another question: What about squirrels? Sure. The car hasn't been, the car hasn't moved, and the squirrels seem to be becoming fond of it. Any suggestions? Um, go to yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, get a coyote. <laughs> And, and tie it up, tie it up in front, tie it up in front of the car. But, yeah, yeah. Um, no, you can try. You can try some. You know, if the car if the car is sitting for a while, you can try. You can you can go to a hardware store and get uh, some uh, spray. Uh, I'm going to call it critter away. I don't know what it what it is, but it's something. It's it's um, it's supposed to simulate the scent of a predator. So, uh, to me, it smells like garlic. I don't, I don't know, but, um, it, but it, it helps keep, uh, things like mice and squirrels and things away. Um, other people have, have been, uh, have used a, uh, uh, um, it looks like a tea bag that has, uh, oil of, uh, spearmint in it. And that will keep mice away and probably keep squirrels away. I wouldn't use mothballs just because mothballs are poison and they stink and they're just not not that good. But, um, yeah, you know, other than that, you know, moving the car a little bit, you know, over the course of the week. Um, and it's a good idea to go for about a 20-minute drive once a week or so anyway just to keep the battery fully charged and all the, and all the uh, lubricants circulating around in the engine. That's important, too. But uh, as far as squirrels... Uh, Try the try, try the critter spray at the hardware store. Final question: Since it's not being driven much, change the oil more often or less often? It's about the same. same um, what, what do you... Use you know most cars will say things like change the oil every you know five thousand miles or six months. Use the months yep. instead of the miles. Okay. <laughs> there you go, Richard. Hey, I think we need to take another break. Is that true, Jim? Must be. Time to take another break. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. We have about eight minutes left of the program. If you want to call in, the phone number 800-370-1049. Hi, it's Bill. Your friends at Obershawn Hardware and Ipswich in Beverly would like to take a moment to remind you of all the steps published by the CDC, which you should take to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus when visiting us for your essential needs. Wash your hands frequently with soap and water for 20 seconds. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Practice social distancing and always stay six feet away from others. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects and surfaces and avoid non-essential travel. Stay safe and be well. Together, we will get through this. Hi, my name is Donnie White, founder of Nautical American Gin, which is bottled and distilled right here in Massachusetts. From myself and all of us at Nautical Gin, we are asking you to support your local liquor store during these difficult times. Not only for Nautical Gin, but for all of your spirits, wines, and favorite beers. As for myself, I like a Slim Jim and a scratch ticket once in a while. So next time when you're out picking up supplies, pop into your local liquor store because you'll be surprised what they have. Again, soft drinks, cheeses, potato chips, dips, popcorn, and some of them have toilet paper and paper goods. Trust me. 
me, you'd be surprised what you find in these liquor stores. Sometimes I go there and I don't even have to go to the supermarket anymore. And folks, most of your local independent liquor stores are owned by somebody local or who lives in the neighborhood. So please support local. If you'd like more information on local independent liquor stores, check out masspack.org. And from all of us at Nautical American Gin, please be safe. Thank you for supporting your local liquor stores and restaurants. And from our Nautical American Gin family to your family, stay safe. Please discover responsibly and let's be gin. And most important, have a great day. All roadside assistance is not created equal. Join AAA, a trusted roadside provider that puts members first. AAA trained technicians arrive fast and always attempt to fix problems on the spot to get you back on the road quickly. For a limited time, new AAA members can join with two drivers for the price of one. That's more than 55% off two annual memberships. Visit aaa.com slash join. Summer at Salem State has something for everyone, including undergraduate and graduate classes. Summer classes are a great way to get ahead, complete prerequisite work, earn professional development credits, or complete your degree. No place so close can take you so far. Check out all that Salem State has to offer this summer at salemstate.edu slash summer. Register today at salemstate.edu slash summer. Hi, I'm Nick Gabba from Teresa's Hospitality Group, wishing everyone good health. Teresa's Italian Eatery is now open in Middleton for takeout and delivery every day. Let us do the cooking. Enjoy our great Italian dishes, specialties, and pizza. We also have our family-sized trays and complete family dinners. All with easy call-ahead curbside pickup, or you may order online at DoorDash or Uber Eats for delivery. Call us at 978-646-1111 or visit us on the web, TeresasEatery.com. Teresa's Eatery is now open every day from 2 to 7 and on Sundays from noon to 6. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program. Let's go right over to Mike. Mike, good morning. Good morning, John. How are you? Good, good. Thank you, sir. And yourself? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. <laughs> John, uh, you alluded to it uh, when you're interviewing IC cars this morning. Um, I just wanted to get your thinking on purchasing a vehicle either in its first year of you know production or completely redesigned. And specifically, I was talking with my cousin. She's interested in an SUV. And I mentioned that the Toyota is coming out with the Venza, which I guess is a, a brand new vehicle with the right. other, you know, the name, et cetera. Yeah. But um, I was just curious to see what your thinking is, because, you know, traditionally it's always been wait a year before you go out and buy it so that you get the, the kinks and the bugs and everything out of it. And I just wanted to know what you think. You know, it used to be once upon a time I was really adamant about, you know, wait a year or two because back then the quality control wasn't very good. Now I'm less concerned about it, but still, um, you know, We'll, we'll use the Chevrolet Silverado pickup truck in as an example. Great pickup truck. But the transmission they used was terrible. And eventually, they came out with a transmission which they actually shared with Ford. Uh, they, they developed it together. Solved all the problems of the truck. Took out the weird vibrations. Took out the torque converter issues. And it just, and, but it took a year or so before that got squared away. So there are times where um, some of those little problems, and they're, and they're typically not big transmission problems like that. They're typically little problems that get squared away in this, it kind of, as the production is going along. Again, I'm less concerned if, you know, she's looking at the new Venza when it comes out, and I, and I saw the, I was, I was on the, uh, press conference video thing when they introduced the new Venza uh, this week and it's a, it's a good looking vehicle um uh I kind of like I kind of like the idea that they used the Venza name again uh because the Venza was a very popular vehicle with certain people it just didn't sell that well so it wasn't popular enough and I think this new uh two row uh Venza might be just might be just the right vehicle for people but I'm, I'm less concerned about it but still a little concerned about it and you know, maybe let some of the pro the production you know start, and you know let them let them build a, let them build twenty thousand of them first before you go buy one. 
Okay, that's great because I, I'm, you know, I said to her something similar that it used to be, but um, yeah, maybe something wait till the beginning of next year, or maybe that a little further yeah. along and see how things yeah. go there. So, yeah. you know, it's not a rush thing, but I wanted to make sure that uh, at least um, I asked and ran it across, you know, you first before I, you know, went back to it with the information. All right, John, listen, I thank you very much. I just want to wish you and your family a rest of a happy uh, Memorial Day weekend. Thank you very much for your time. Always enjoy the show. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you know, in this time, you know, maybe you're maybe you are able to social distance enough and get together for a barbecue and you know meet some friends across the fence or whatever the case is. But you know, take a minute to remember what Memorial Day really means, and uh, you know, thank you know thank some people you can thank, and you know, remember the veterans who didn't make it. You know, that's what Memorial Day is. So, anyway, till next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely. Be good to your car and wash your hands. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Your official AccWorks station, North Shore 104.9, WBOQ, Gloucester.